Welcome to the Toss Mills Odoi Macarius podcast. Toss Mills Odoi is an apostle, teacher, and a sought-after speaker in international Christian leadership conferences. He is the son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Mills, who is the founder of the United Denominations and a best-selling author. With over 20 years experience in church planting around the world and in the training and sending of missionaries, Apostle Toss currently serves at the Kadesh in Accra, Ghana, a vibrant church seeking to win the lost at all cost. He is also a director in the Dagwood Mills Ministries. Now, listen to Toss Mills Odoi. Between those who serve the Lord ooh, 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 And those who serve Him not ooh, 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 ooh. Somebody said to me You're wasting your time When you go to church You're wasting your life You're missing all the fun you could have How can you spend so much time in the church? Can't you find something different to do with your life? Church once a week, that's okay. But I love my Savior, I love my Jesus. He is my first love. I don't want to fail in my mission. I just want to do His will. My purpose is to serve the Lord with gladness and with joyfulness. In return, you will see such a big difference between those who serve the Lord ooh, 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 and those who serve Him not. Ooh, 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 ooh. Jesus is my first love. I love Him with passion. I love Him with zeal. I love Him with all of my heart. I love Him with faith. I love Him with strength. I love Him cause I'm fresh. I love Him like I'm crazy. That's how I show my first love. Oh, I love my Savior. I love my Jesus. That's why I serve Him so. I don't want to fail in my mission I just want to do His will My purpose is to serve the Lord With gladness and with joyfulness In return you will see such a big difference Between those who serve the Lord Those who serve Him not To fulfill my ministry No, 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 no I'm responding to His love I know what I must do Yeah, 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 yeah Oh, I don't want to fail in my mission No, no I just want to do His will my purpose is to serve the Lord with gladness and with joyfulness. 
In return, you will see such a big difference between those who serve the Lord. Ooh, 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 ooh. Those who serve Him not. Ooh, 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 ooh. Those who serve the Lord. Ooh, 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 ooh. Those who serve Him not. Ooh, It is such a blessing to be with you this morning again and this week. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You know, call a pastor friend, call a minister, call somebody who has an interest in um, succeeding in ministry and in growing his church in this um, pandemic as uh, we come out of it because we are coming out of it. I want you to call a pastor you love. I want you to call a Christian you love, a serious Christian, a mature Christian to tune into the Macarius TV channel or um, Apostle Albert Melso do it, dash DHMM or Macarius TV Asia or Macarius TV America, you know, or whichever means by which you are listening. I want you to share this link with them because um from today to friday i'm coming to share on um, an extremely important area of ministry that will lead to the multiplication and fruitfulness of all that you've already been doing in church let us pray father in the name of jesus i ask for the power of the holy spirit himself to teach us all things and to lead us into all truth and to teach us things that will make for the increase of your government and of your kingdom. Your word says that the glory of the king is in the multitude of the people. So I pray that as I share these things, help us give pastors and ministers the opportunity and the ability to implement them so that their churches will grow. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. This week, I'm sharing from um, Bishop's book, Lay People and the Ministry. Amen. Lycos, Lay People and the Ministry is going to be a great blessing to you. You know, as we are in this season of the ninth, mm. and as we prepare for the harvest, because the Bible says that the harvest shall come before the end. Wow. The Bible says that multitudes are in the valley of decision because the day of the lord is near you know as we um get ready to come out of the pandemic you can see that many countries are beginning to ease the lockdowns many countries are opening up again i promise you oh, that yes. an opportunity is presented to us yes. you know to work for god again again let us work for god like never before you know this ninth season we are coming out of i believe that god was trying to show us and warn us that a time can come and the time will come yeah. when we cannot do the work of God again Amen. the way we know how to do it. In Isaiah 21, 11 and 12, you know, it's talked about the burden of Duma. Mm. He said, watchman, what of the night? Or watchman, what time of the night is it? And the watchman replied, the morning comes and the night comes again. Mm. You see, so the morning doesn't abide permanently. Mm. It's not always morning or day. Night comes. And I believe that the night is coming again. So I want us to prepare our churches and prepare ourselves for the new season of harvest that has dawned upon us. And the day star has risen upon us, you know, in the name of Jesus. I want to share with you about 10 reasons why every Christian can work as a pastor. That's right. Why every member of your church. Every member. Every member of your church, you know. One of the tenets of the Protestant movement that john calvin thought was every member a minister mm. every member a minister yes. not some everyone is a pastor hallelujah amen you know and it's biblical it's biblical in ephesians chapter 4 verse 7 he said but unto everyone everyone some versions say unto every man mm. grace is given according to the measure of the gift of god everyone has everyone. a gift everyone is called of god wow yeah 
everyone the bible said that we were everybody was created for his pleasure that's right there's nobody left out the bible said that and god saw everything that he had created and behold it was good, it was good. everything everything <laughs> look you think about it is there something that will that god will create for the devil mm, or that god will create not for himself mm. no the bible said that but unto every man grace is given according to the measure of the gift of god so everybody in your church dear yes. pastor has grace to do something oh yes you know but it is also true that not everybody is supposed to do the same thing like paul said are all called to be apostles no, no. are all called to be prophets no i mean it cannot be that everybody is called to be the same thing everybody is not called to be the same thing but everybody is called to be something that's right i'll say it again yes everybody is not called to the same thing but everybody is called to something wow. i'll say it again everybody maybe let me say it a bit slowly everybody is not called to the same thing but everybody is called to something that's right in the house of god amen god god didn't create trees alone god didn't create animals alone god didn't create water alone he created different things mm. and within each creation there are differences that's right for example the two different forms of creation is the flora and the fauna the animals and the trees these are the two main living organisms animals and plants or animals and trees then within the trees there are different species mm. some grow in the temperate climate some grow in the tropical climate then within the tropical trees there are differences within the trees though if you take mangoes for example some are big some are small some grow tall some grow short different, different. within the animals there are differences within human beings there are differences that is even shown it's even been known that no two human beings have the same thing, fingerprint oh, yeah. so god creates us to be different mm. and anybody who tries to make everybody the same is exercising himself in futility communism is a political system that tries to equalize everybody it has failed capitalism that celebrates and augments and appreciates and accepts the differences between people is flourishing those who say that capitalism is coming to an end are mistaken in the church it is the same look it is not a human idea for there to be denominations and differences like you know some people say that we are all one but yeah, why are there so many differences there are differences because god creates differences that's right i'll give you an, an easy example from god himself there was one nation of israel but within that one nation israel god created 12 tribes within that one nation wow. and every tribe was different wow. for for example the tribe of benjamin the bible says clearly everybody in the tribe of benjamin is left-handed everybody in the tribe is left-handed wow the tribe of levi were supposed to generate and produce priests no no other tribe was, was supposed to generate priests the tribe of judah were supposed to bring the kings saul king saul he came he came from the tribe of benjamin he didn't last <laughs> yeah he didn't last because the tribe of judah were the ones supposed to bring forth um kings in the same way in the church everybody has a different gift but everybody has a gift That's right. I everybody has a different gift but everybody has a gift amen so in your church as you are watching me dear pastor if you are not utilizing your church fully and 100 percent, what is happening is you have missed out on some of the greatest gifts that god has given to you and is giving to you amen that's all i want to share with you about 10 reasons why every single christian in your church is called to be a shepherd or a pastor you know when jesus christ said i'm the good shepherd he used a greek word episcopus it is translated as episcopus episcopus is the same way that is translated as bishop it is the same way that is translated as pastor it is the same way that is translated as shepherd which which and all mean an overseer of the flock of god and they oversee at different levels because you see you should also understand that within one gift there are different levels in ezekiel chapter 47 we read that beautiful um vision where ezekiel saw a vision of 
water flowing from the temple and he said first it came to my ankle then it came to my knee then it came to my waist then it came to my neck where i had to swim to cross over so within every gift there's the ankle height of the gift then the knee height of the gift then the waist height of the gift then the overflowing of the gift you see and it is god who determines the measure that you get in john chapter 3 verse 34 he said that he who sends who god has sent speaks the word of god for god giveth not the spirit by measure unto him so that makes it clear and also according to ephesians 4 7 that there are measures even within the same gift but it is still a gift I mean, if somebody gives you a small car, a small car is different from a big car, but a car is a car, it's a car. and it's meant to be moved and it's That's meant right. to be used. Amen. So you cannot yeah. say that my car is small, so I will not drive it. I mean, what is the use in walking or somebody's car is bigger than your car? Use your car as it's been given to you, right. and you and you benefit fully oh, from yes. that car. That's Amen. Right. That is why the Bible says that we comparing ourselves with ourselves and measuring ourselves by ourselves are not wise. Concentrate on your gift. That's right. And of course, we read out the Bible says that when the man gave one gift or one talent, the person who used it, he increased in it. I am here talking to you, to the whole world. They are, they, I mean, as, I mean as, as I look at those watching, I see people from all over the world, from Tanzania. I see... A lady pastor watching from tanzania i see people watching from sierra leone i see people watching from in india i see people watching from cameroon from all over the world you know some one sent me a message them this morning yesterday that they, that they were watching from the dominican republic wow. i'm sure they are watching now and they've been super blessed wow. but you see some years ago i would not even have imagined mm. the possibility of speaking to the world mm. you see i didn't have that measure of gift that's right so i used to just speak to three four five people but now i speak to thousands of thousands literally from from around the world mm. you see the more you use your gift the more it will increase That's right. you see but this morning i just get to encourage every pastor that every member of your church has a god-given gift Hallelujah. and like the prophet um eli it is your duty to direct them to answer the call of god just as someone didn't know that he had the call of god until his father the prophet eli directed him and said when you hear that voice again say speak for thy servant hear it and remember that when someone heard the voice he thought it was his pastor eli who had spoken because sometimes the voice of god will sound like your pastor talking to you wow and of course if god can speak through a donkey clearly why can't god speak through your pastor clearly yeah if god can give a message to a donkey for someone then god can give a message to you through your pastor that's right hallelujah amen number one ten reasons why every member of your church and every christian can be a pastor can be a shepherd number one all you need is a desire you know be honest if you were god and you had eight billion people to save would you want to use as few people as possible or as many people as possible mm. eight billion people you would want to use everyone who is available amen. amen and that is why in first timothy chapter 3 verse 1 paul said this is a true saying if a man desires the office of a bishop he desires a good work, a good work. all that you need is a desire mm. the starting point is a desire Look, God has made it as easy as possible for everyone to serve him. And I'm talking about lay people in the ministry. Not full-time, all-out, professionals, uh, professional priests. I'm talking about every member of your church is a minister. Mm. Is doing something fruitful for God. Hallelujah. Because Paul, who went to heaven and came back three times, said that, look, all that you need is a desire. Mm. You see, so find out in your church and you see that everybody has a desire to serve god everybody has a desire to serve god but you see we we the pastors we have made a mistake in presenting to our members that the only way they can serve god is if they come all out and resign from their secular jobs and go to a bible school for three years for four years and they graduate with their certificate and most of them don't want to do that most of them do not want to do that and will not do that 
but that doesn't mean they cannot serve God. In fact, most of the people we know as great men of God in the Old Testament were not priests. Abraham was a businessman. Read your Bible. He was a businessman. He was not a priest. He met Melchizedek, the priest, and he gave him tithe. He was not a businessman, but he was a strong servant of God. Isaac was also not a priest. Most of the Bible were written by non-priests. <laughs> they were written by businessmen. Jacob was also a businessman. The founder of the nation, Israel, was, was not a priest. was a businessman. David was not a priest. He was a shepherd in the desert. They were all not priests. They were lay people right. who were so committed to God that their names are in the Bible. In fact, we know more lay people in the Bible than priests in the Bible. You are right, So find out from the church who has a desire and find out what their desire is because within every desire or every desire are sub desires. Wow. For example, you may like you may look for someone to marry or you may like food. That's an a, a safer example. You may like food. But within food, there are different kinds of foods. You may like international food. You may like local food. You may prefer to be a vegetarian, straight vegetarian. You may like to be different kinds of things. Some are carnivores. Some are herbivores. So within food are sub-desires. In the same way, within those in your church who want to serve God, everybody will have a desire about something they want to do and allow them to flow in their desires and to be fruitful because you should understand that desires are spiritual and God-given. When God gave desires in Genesis, he told a woman that your desire will be for a man. Wow. Yes. God created women to love men. It is not a woman's idea to love a man. It is God's idea. In 1 Corinthians, Paul was teaching us, he said, desire spiritual gifts. So that means that apart from the God-giving desires, you can also direct your desires. Wow. But everybody has a desire. So and desires can be cultivated. Mm. Number two, becoming a shepherd or a pastor is a natural stage in your development as a Christian. And so when you do not develop, when you do not develop into a pastor, you are an unnatural Christian. There's something wrong with you. You know, in the university, I did a bit of psychology and I was surprised that scientifically, there are things they even call life events. At a certain stage, you are supposed to do something that shows that you've developed normally. I don't want to use the word natural. I want to use the word normally. And when you don't develop normally, you are seen as abnormal. abnormal. I'll give an example. After a few weeks, a baby is expected to be able to smile. Mm. <laughs> yeah. When you smile at the baby, it is supposed to smile back. And if it doesn't smile, a doctor will be worried that the baby's brain is not working well. At the point, it is supposed to learn to crawl. Wow. Naturally or normally. At a certain stage, it is supposed to be able to walk plus or minus a month or two or three. But there's a stage where it is supposed to learn to walk and be able to walk. At a stage, it is now supposed to be able to say, Mama, Dada. And when it doesn't happen, experienced people will be worried. That's right. There's a stage where you are supposed to get married. Marriage is a life event. It is called a life event like at a point a normal person should be graduating into this stage. Hallelujah. Spiritually, it is also the same. After being in church for a while, or see, it's called being born again. After you are born again for a while, now there are also spiritual events that are supposed to now take place at different junctions. And when they don't take this, it's a sign that your Christian growth and your spiritual growth is becoming abnormal. 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 See, abnormal. you may be normal in the sight of man, but abnormal in the sight of God. That's right. Because in the same way, if a child has an abnormality in its life event, it will be abnormal in the sight of man. Mm-hmm. But God will not see that child as abnormal. Mm-hmm. And it is reversed. Your church members who are not graduating into leadership, 
into servanthood in the church into the pastoral ministry are spiritually abnormal mm. yes physically normal but spiritually abnormal that's right hebrews 5 12. lady pastor ira selma from angola daniel seems you always seem to be texting and um encouraging us may god bless you wherever you are i see rita appear also on a god bless all of you from wherever you are watching hebrews 5 12 for when for the time you ought to be teachers you see everything is time related you notice how when you are watching a film and a bomb is supposed to go off they say two minutes more your heart is beating one minute more your heart is beating 10 seconds more your heart is beating your heart is beating because you know that based on the time something bad is going to happen time is everything and the bible said that there also comes a time where you ought where you must when naturally speaking and normally speaking you must become a teacher of the word of god you have need that one teach you again that would be the principle the first principles of the oracles of god look at what has happened and have become such as need have milk and not of strong meat because you know if you are 32 years oh and you are still drinking breast milk oh it's a serious abnormality abnormality and look at what it says and not of strong meat now watch this watch this you see it's amazing that even biologically protein is seen to be able to help the mother to produce milk so they'll tell them that eat a lot of fish eat a lot of milk drink a lot of what water so the milk will come because it is the strong meat that the mature christian takes the strong meat of the word of god that will help it to produce milk for who the baby christian so it is a cycle you are a baby christian you drink milk then you grow to um eat strong meat that will help you to produce milk to produce to feed other baby christians oh, so when you are not growing that is when at the time when you ought to not be producing milk to feed baby christians you are still drinking milk yourself that is why you are seen to be spiritually abnormal mm. you see and many of our churches are filled with abnormal christians that is why things like breakups happen people are breaking the church people are criticizing people are gossiping people are backbiting. it's because they are not growing it is because they are not growing we are producing abnormal christian bible says there comes a time you must be a teacher you must be a teacher and it's unfortunate that we are not teaching so pastor teach your members that look they can serve god everybody can serve everybody. god you know and if you get the macarius the set of 60 books it will teach you how to train your members mm-hmm. you know there's this beautiful book many are called many are called many are called i cannot see it but there's a wonderful book many are called or this one lay people and the ministry or many are called in a bishop teaches on how to identify and encourage and train people in your church they're already existing members to serve god i am a lay person in the sense that i have not had any for any formal bible school training i was just in the church was taught by these same books studied them took the opportunities given to me and today i'm a bishop so i may seem to you to be a professional no i'm you could say that i am an experienced lay person <laughs> amen. amen and everybody in your church can do the same number one all you need is a desire and number two it is a natural state dear pastor teach your members that after being in the church for two years they are ready to be shepherds and leaders in the church number three there is a great need for shepherds for pastors for leaders i see pastor Jermaine from india wow god bless you matthew 9 36 but when he saw the multitudes multitudes multitudes, multitudes. not a few people multitudes Multitudes. he was moved with compassion on them because they fainted Mm. and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherds people need shepherds people need pastors you see a pastor is somebody who cares for you Mm. 
he cares for your natural needs your spiritual needs see a pastor ensure that everything is okay with you jeremiah chapter 3 verse 15 he said i will give you pastors after my own heart who will feed you with knowledge and understanding you see the shepherd's duty is to feed he said the lord is my shepherd that word shepherd there is the same word pastor in psalm 23 verse 1 the lord is my shepherd you know but i but i can tell you another beautiful um definition of the word shepherd it means friend in the hebrew it is from the hebrew word ra'a r-a apostrophe a-h ra'a and it means friend so you could say that the lord is my friend i shall not want and that's why jesus came to his disciples and said i call you no longer servants i'm now your shepherd i'm now your friend and you think about it anyone who is your friend you want everything to be okay with the person you seek the person's good if the person is your friend and this morning i brought you good news that you can teach your member that look you can become somebody's shepherd you can become the friend of other people to help them spiritually hallelujah amen amen Amen. you can do it it. amen Amen. and there's a great need because people are scattered abroad people don't know what to do people are fainting people are discouraged and especially pastor in this pandemic how will you be able to account for all your members how will you be able to make sure that all your members are okay it is by having other more mature christians who will rise up to call them every day to pray for them counsel them encourage them just sometimes even send them a message to say everything is okay i'm thinking about you you should understand that we are in a period where the wolves are coming for the sheep and as we cannot meet physically you see the bible says they were scattered abroad in Ezekiel he said they were scattered and they became meat for the beasts of the field when people are scattered then the devil the enemy the wolf the lion they come in to try to eat them up and that is why if you are not careful and you don't raise many people in your church to become shepherds and pastors to look after other weaker newer younger christians your whole flock will be scattered and eaten up by beasts and by the time the pandemic ends you will be left with nothing train your people encourage them anyone who has been in the church for more than two years qualifies to be a shepherd amen Amen. you know i i i didn't even wait for two years when i became a born again christian within one month i was in the shepherd's training school how did that happen i went to church one sunday and bishop was preaching bishop dyke he was not the author of all these books he was preaching and he said the shepherd school was about to start so anybody who wanted to join should join then he said if you join and they say you cannot join tell them that i said you should join mm. so i was a newly born again christian what i went they said i cannot join so i told them that bishop said i can join, can join. they still said i shouldn't join it's amazing the next week as bishop was preaching he said anybody who joins the school and they tell you you cannot join come and report to me after the service so I went to Bishop and I told him that, please, I went down to the side, I shouldn't join. So he called the boy and said, he should join. He, I mean, he didn't know me. He didn't know me. But he, I was zealous about my call. That's right. So I joined. Mm. You won't believe it. Long story short, within six months of being born again, I was starting my first branch of the church. Wow. Oh, yes, within six months. Called to be an apostle from birth. <laughs> Amen. You see, I'm just trying to make a point that never discount anyone never discount people and think that they cannot do it all you need is a desire recognize those with desires and train them recognize those with desires and train them recognize those with desires and use them everybody is called to fruitfulness everybody is called to fruitfulness never leave anyone out when moses wanted to take the israelites to serve god in the wilderness pharaoh said let them go but leave your wives and children behind moses said no pharaoh said okay go with your wives but leave your children behind moses said no moses said everybody is going to serve god look if you are a pastor and you're going to do well everybody in your church must serve god amen even the babies must serve god hallelujah because there's a great need people are scattered people are discouraged people are fainting people are weary 
pastor train your people as soon as this message ends get get on your phone and call the mature members who've been in the church for a long time have a zoom meeting or a facebook meeting or however you do it what whatsapp group and tell them that from today assign them everybody give them 10 people in the church they should call them every day pray for them follow them up you will see your church becoming more established and wow. growing amen Hallelujah. number four fourth reason why they can become pastors and shepherds leaders because god's people are scattered when there is no shepherd ezekiel 34 5 you know if you're a pastor watching me hear my voice as the voice of god speaking to you showing you what you should do in the next season in the new season coming hear my voice and hear god speaking through my voice to you that this is what you should do that you are supposed to train leaders to take care of people who now be trained to become leaders to take care of other people otherwise everything will end <laughs> take these words as a prophecy to you ezekiel 34 verse 5. oh bishop joel thank you very much for watching i'm honored all the way from the u.s god bless you chandler dote from india god bless you olivia from gambia wow god bless you as well all nations all over the world and they were scattered because there is no shepherd because there is no shepherd <laughs> it is out look you know god when jesus was on the cross he said it is finished, it is finished. when jesus on the cross his last words were that i have done everything i'm supposed to do mm. now the duty what does the bible say the bible says that and god and to wait that god was in christ reconciling the world unto himself and has committed the word of reconciliation unto us not imputing our sins against us and once again it repeats and has committed his word of reconciliation to us what does this mean this means that now dear pastor watching me dear christian watching me the duty of salvation the work of salvation who goes to heaven and who goes to hell depends on you and i jesus has finished his work you you and i as you watch me it is now up to us to determine who goes to heaven and who goes to hell because jesus has finished the bible says that all power has been given unto me now you go <laughs> he said all power has been given to me to save the world now go because i can only work through and that's what the bible said that and the disciples went and the lord went with them when they went for those who didn't go the lord could not work for those who went the lord was working so you and the, and that's why the bible said that when you say to the wicked man oh wicked man thou shalt die in your sins he said and he repents not then his blood will be upon his head and you'll be guiltless but if you do not warn him to turn from his ways he will die in his sins and his blood will i require at your hand because now who goes to heaven and who goes to hell depends on me and you 100 percent 100 percent 100 percent it's the, the bible that god has committed unto us the born again christians the word of reconciliation when we go they will be saved if we don't go they will be damned <laughs> that is what the bible calls the high calling so dear pastor you cannot sit down and allow people to be unfruitful because in an army listen to this in an army it is the commander who sends the troops to battle the troops don't go to battle of their own will so dear pastor it is your fault that your troops are not going to battle it is your fault that souls are not being saved the bible says how shall they hear except there be a preacher and how shall they preach except they be sent you have to send them you have to produce leaders you have to train leaders otherwise there will be no leaders hmm. number five number five in order to fulfill the great commission you see we've always read the great commission as going into all the world full stop no the great commission is not just going into the world it says go ye into the world and then he said and make disciples make you don't make disciples or you don't get followers by going to lead people to christ 
People become disciples when they are taught. A disciple also means a follower. Disciple also means student. Disciple also means trainee. Disciple also means somebody who is taught. Disciple also means a pupil. <laughs> People become disciples because you are teaching them. And how can you teach them except you gather them to teach them? And so the great commission is fulfilled when there are people who after they've been led to Christ are also taught the word of God. He said, teach them to observe all the things that I've commanded you. Teach them to observe it. So the shepherdorial work or the pastoral work is the second part of the great commission. And the great commission is not complete. The great commission is not fulfilled except they are pastors and they are shepherds. You see, you should understand you should understand that the, 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 the church and Christianity is like a fact factory with an assembly line. At each part of the assembly line, something different is added that creates the final product at the end. So at the beginning is the raw material. And on the assembly line, if it's, let's say, um, what is produced, a shirt, you just see big bales of cloth going through the machine. At a point, it is cut. At a point, the sleeves are put on. At a point, the bad buttons are put on. At a point, it's folded. At a point, it's put in a rubber. Then it's put in the box. Then it comes out. Christianity is like that. The first step is the gospel that is preached. Even before the gospel that is preached, there will be somebody who is praying for the salvation of souls. Then the second point is the person is, is sent to go and preach. Then the third point, the person is preached to. Then he accepts Christ. Then he joins the church. He joins the new believer school. He's taught something. The school of victorious living, school of faith, school of solid foundation. The basics of the faith that are put in him. Then he goes on. He's trained to be a shepherd. Then he's now sent out. So the gospel, so the great commission is not just step one, but it is finalized in step two, three, four, five, six. What does the Bible say of Christ? He told them, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. But how did that process happen? He said, and he called 12 that they might be with him. That's step one. So you can see that when Jesus called them, that was the great commission where he preached to them. Now they accepted the gospel. Now they were with him. And then finally he was not able to send them to go and preach. So it is a process that continues and that doesn't end hallelujah so there's a great need for you to raise leaders and the more leaders you can raise in your church the more your church will grow and like i'm saying look if you don't hear my words as god speaking to you by the time this lockdown ends and things normalize there will be nothing left in your church it's true and you'll be so discouraged you may leave the ministry Mm. but if you listen to what i'm saying and you do it and immediately after this morning's preaching you pick your phone you start raising leaders. Choose 10 leaders, 12 people. Jesus had 12 disciples. Choose 12 people in your church. Call them. Form a WhatsApp group. And tell each, each one of them, assign them to 12 people to call, to pray for, to follow up. Those 12, after some time, they should be given another 12. You will find your church growing and multiplying. And when the harvest time comes, you will be ready to reap the harvest. Number six, so that you can obtain a good degree. First Timothy 3.13 For they that have used the office of a deacon or a shepherd or a pastor or a bishop well, purchase to themselves, they buy to themselves. You see, your work you do is buying something for you. The work you do for God is buying something spiritual for you. They purchase to themselves a good degree. And get boldness in the faith. Is it a physical earthly degree? No. Working for God will not give you a physical degree. So when you do the work of the deacon or the pastor well, you purchase yourself a heavenly degree. So on earth, you may not have a degree. Remember that when Jesus came, there were schools, there were universities, there were the university, the great educational institutions of Alexandria and Rome. That Jesus never attended. Never attended. But Paul attended some of those schools. That's why he said, and I studied under the feet of Gamaliel. There were schools. But Jesus didn't purchase to himself an earthly degree. But certainly today, he's king of kings and lord of lords. Amen. Amen.
and all the Pharisees of those days and all the great learned people of those days who didn't serve God, today we don't even know their names. But Jesus is King of kings and Lord of lords. When you serve God well, the Bible says you purchase to yourself. You see, you should understand that there's something called a spiritual currency. Wow, I see Pastor Julius from Thailand watching. Enoch from Cameroon watching. Cynthia from Ghana watching. Julia Jarvis also would know. All of you, God bless you for watching and for encouraging. Julia from Thailand, may your church grow. Listen, you should understand that everything we do on earth and for earth ends on earth. And what you do for heaven, even on earth, it will abide with you forever. Amen. Amen. We are closing soon. Number seven. This is a powerful point to say that so that you can combine material and spiritual progress. Wow. You know, God has no plan or agenda for you to be poor. The Bible says that have I called the seed of Jacob to serve me in vain? Some other versions of the Bible say that he has not asked the seed of Jacob to serve him in vain. One of the most profitable vocations you can find yourself involved in is the preaching of the gospel. He said there is no man, no man who has left father, mother, brother, sister, wives, husband for my sake and for the gospels. You should understand that there's a difference between Jesus and the gospels. Jesus is Jesus and the gospels is the work of preaching Jesus. He said, who shall not in this life, you know, human beings are hypocrites. We don't like to speak the truth and God knows. So that's why he said he shall in this life reap fathers, mothers, houses, lands, houses, lands, plural, plural. And then he now said that and in the, in the world to come eternal life. Amen. Amen. When you serve God, he has guaranteed you wealth on earth. Oh. There is no other institution. Other institutions may guarantee you money salary. and a big salary, but not wealth. But God does. Job 36, 11, he said, if they will obey me and serve me, they shall spend their days in prosperity wow. and their years in pleasures. Yeah, yes, wow. Days in prosperity, years in pleasures. Receive it in the name of Jesus. As you serve him, may you spend your days in prosperity and your years in pleasures. Never-ending pleasures. Never-ending pleasures are guaranteed for servants of God. Wow. wow. Deuteronomy 10, 44, 47 said, If they had served me with joyfulness and gladness of heart for the abundance of all things, for the abundance of all things, when you serve God with joyfulness, gladness of heart, automatically, automatically, abundance of all things given to you. First Timothy 6, 6, he said, But godliness with contentment is great gain. So that means that godliness without contentment is not great gain. And contentment without godliness is also not great gain. First John 3, 2, he said, Beloved, I wish above all things, all things, that thou mayest prosper. That thou may, it is the wish of God for you to prosper. He said, that thou mayest prosper and be in good health, even as thy soul prospers. So as your spirit part is prospering, your financial, earthly, material part will also prosper greatly. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. As I've served God, I have not ended up in poverty. At all. It's true. God's word has come to pass. He said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I shall not want. As you make yourself a staff, you know, the best person to work for is God. <laughs> he said, that one of the curses of the Bible is that he said that the wages of your staff that you have not paid are crying to me from the ground. God strongly curses and dislikes people who don't pay their staff members. <laughs> How much more, therefore, when you work for him? So please, by all means, do your circular work. Look, 
God has already said that he will bless the work of your hand. God has said that he who um, does not work should not eat. God, God has said that, you should, that he that still should steal no more. He should work with his hand that which is good that he may have to give. Look, God is not against circular work. God is the blesser. All these guys, Abraham, Jacob, David, Job, um, all of them were all lay pastors working. Solomon and God blessed the work of their hands. As you serve God, your, the work of your hands will be multiplied and blessed oh, yes. in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So that you can, like the point said, that so that you can combine material and spiritual progress. Amen. Amen. You know, I want to encourage you that the best person to work for is God. The, be- the Bible says, delight yourself therefore in the Lord. In the Lord. In Psalm 37, it says, delight yourself in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. He said, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Look, what that verse actually means is that me bringing God joy makes me strong. That's what the real meaning is. That, yeah, I mean, the, um, the joy of the Lord is my strength. It doesn't make sense. But the, in the hebrew the original translation or meaning is that me bringing god joy it makes me strong wow Wow. i see you becoming stronger stronger as the lord becomes happy with you what does the bible say when the prodigal son came home you know let me ask you a, a question when the prodigal son came home if somebody had brought him home like somebody had held his hand and brought him home, what do you think the father would have done for the person who brought his son home i'm sure he would even have given him more than he gave to the prodigal son himself yeah. that, wow you saw my son wretched and you brought him back home god bless you what can i do for you i'm sure you would have had a what can i do for you today god wants to ask you also what can i do for you wow. hallelujah Amen. at this time i want to give an offering and sow a seed into this word before we close we are closing in a few minutes but i want to give you an opportunity to plant a seed into this word because it is changing your church it is changing your life amen i want you to take out your mobile phone give an offering plant a seed from everywhere in the world every given never exclude yourself from these uh, moments of great spirituality and great anointing so into this anointing that is teaching you because it is an anointing upon my life and upon the ministry of bishop Dag. he would know that i'm bringing to you i want you to give on the numbers that are appearing on your screen 0242-919494 all over the world you can send by world remit as well to the same number 0242-919494 you can pay by paypal directly into the um, account macarius office at gmail.com listen don't exclude yourself from giving never say you cannot give plant a seed 10 Ghana cities 10 euros 10 dollars 10 pounds anything 10 brazilian reals 10 Cameroon um, 10,000 Cameroonian Sefa 10,000 Dalasis anything you know but make sure you plant a seed a seed can be small as most of the most powerful seeds are small Jesus said that the kingdom of God is like a mustard seed which is the smallest of all seeds give what you have and it shall be given unto you give what you have don't say it is too small don't say it is too big as God puts in your heart plant it from all over the world you can send by the um app world remit we will receive it and it will help us to do the different things we are doing with them um, just launched macarius tv america you know to reach out to america such a blessing you know there's also macarius tv asia reaching out to asia there's macarius tv africa it is all a lot of effort and a lot of work you can also subscribe to macarius radio it's a free internet radio broadcasting the messages of bishop dag live live streaming 24 hours you use very little data and you stay anointed in your home throughout the day macarius tv asia macarius tv america macarius tv the main one you know there are different things we are doing such a blessing you know i'm really really honored to be doing this we're literally reaching out to all nations of the world Daniel Sims, I'll be happy to know what country 
you are from i see you are always on you are always on you know god bless you for coming and um it's such a blessing let us continue we have to close soon the reason why everybody in your church should be involved also in the work of god is that people are hungry for the truth that's right look there's so much deception in the world today mm. <laughs> when they asked jesus the signs of the end the first thing he said was take heed lest any man deceive you wow. <laughs> the first sign of the end the is deception the first when they asked jesus what will be the signs of the end he said be careful lest you are deceived look that is why since the bible was written there had never been a second edition of the bible or a third edition there are there are translations but the word of god standeth sure the bible says having this seal the lord knows those who are his you see so people want to know the truth people are not sure anymore of the politicians the politicians have deceived us the business people have deceived us the doctors have deceived us certainly the scientists have failed us we don't know where to turn now but the word of god stands sure and it is our duty as pastors to raise up an army of people sending out the word of god the psalmist prophesied and said the word of god was preached and great was the multitude of them that published it the word of god has been preached he said once has he spoken twice have i heard he said the word of god has been preached and great not few great not few a large number are those who are supposed to go and publish the word of god remember the woman at the well in john 4 she never attended bible school she met the messiah the bible said that and she went into the city and called all the men all the men said come and see come and see come and see look our duty is to tell people that look tell anybody you meet come and see what the lord can do for you anybody can do it let that not limit the leadership of our church to those who can quote 500 scriptures this woman in john for what scripture could she quote it was her personal encounter with jesus anybody who says he's a christian i challenge you if you're not able to tell anyone about him mm. number nine the last but one point spiritual hunger is real wow. and must be satisfied spiritual hunger is real the bible says in matthew chapter 9 verse 36 and when he saw the multitudes he was moved with compassion you know if you are spiritual you will be sad at the state of the world today you know when i was a younger christian more immature i used to condemn unbelievers that they all go to hell ah they are sinners you know but as i matured and i've seen how bound sinners are i have pity on them I feel sad when I see the state of the world. It's true. I weep. Sometimes you see, you see someone on his way to hell, but sure that he's on his way to paradise. Spiritually hungry people. You know, and nature abhors a vacuum. Every void will be filled. So that is why there's so much occultism in the world today so much because that spiritual hunger will be filled and as satan has successfully turned people away from god he has now pushed them fully into his arms because satan is also a spirit i you know you should understand that human beings are basically spirits in the house of flesh so we have a spiritual hunger to connect to the spirit in whatever way we can so if we are not connected to good spirits we will be connected to bad spirits what does the bible say when when judah departed from jesus in his heart what was the next thing that happened the bible said that and the devil having entered judas that vacuum had to be filled and when jesus was not there satan would be there you see and, we, and that's why the bible said that when the evil spirits have left a man they go around walking and that void that was not filled by christ they come back and occupy it again people are hungry to know the truth that's what the bible says let the word of god fail you let the word of god dwell in you richly that's what the bible says before of the knowledge of his will because that hunger will be filled by something 
and finally you need a lot of people to be shepherds because people need to be visited and strengthened look everybody visits somebody everybody visits somebody everybody can visit some every visiting every visiting somebody everybody can nobody can say i don't know how to visit everybody already visits so your duty as a pastor is to channel and to train and to divert and to give a clear direction about what to do you already visit but now when you visit do a b c d e and i think that that will be treating more of that next next week when we do transform your pastoral ministry amen, amen. but as we close listen people need to be strengthened god was angry in jeremiah 23 said you have not visited god was angry with the pastor said, you have not visited you have not visited you have not visited pastor everybody in your church can be involved in visitation you can have a visitation schedule that every sunday people should be visited you visit these five people you visit these five people pray with them strengthen them find out why they were not in church be close to them hallelujah everybody in your church look as i end i want the words of john calvin to ring in your mind every member a minister every member a minister look dig up your fallow ground break up your fallow ground there are too many lazy christians in your church you know in the kadesh where i serve um under bishop saki look <laughs> they are, look there is a group is the most amazing group i've ever seen in my life they are called the praying grandparents look the minimum age of the members is 55 they pray every day they pray in their homes and then every tuesday they meet in church to pray you should see them the oldest member is an 85 year old man and he says he's a pulpit star so when they are praying you go and lift the pulpit. an 85 year old man praying why have you left the 25 year old to be barren in your church when an 85 year old man is a prayer warrior every member a minister every member a minister everybody can do something remember the bible says that unto every man grace is given according to the measure of the gift of god remember all that they need is a desire all that they need is a desire god has called everybody in the name of jesus i see beatrice from uganda oh i see vicky from tema wow god bless you everybody can do something some can dance some can sing some can be ashes some are preachers That's right. yes some can gather but they can't preach some can preach but they can't gather yes some can pray some can be treasurers some can clean the church david said i was look i would rather be a doorkeeper an usher in the house of the lord wow. some are called to be ashes mm. some are called to do security jesus told his disciples from now anybody who does not have a sword go and buy one <laughs> yes security is needed in the church everybody can do something according to their desires that they have dear pastor as i come to the end of my message i want to pray with you that god will open your eyes oh yes that you see that the fields are white unto harvest not just the evangelistic field but also the field of the workmen in your church that many people are waiting for you to send them out and god will not hold you guiltless if you do not train them and let them go out preaching the gospel but before we close i want to say that you can get all these books you can just text the same number on your screen plus two three three five zero seven three nine eight 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 nine you can get all the books by bishop dykewood mills the macarios you can get the um, set of new books as well you can get a mantano to also train your people amen and god will bless you it will be a mighty to bring a mighty revival in your church i see all of you on um, the book on the facebook um, encouraging us from all over the world lit literally from the dominican republic from uganda angola india bangladesh thailand ghana uk yeah uk god bless you for watching all the time such a blessing you can get these books 
in the name of Jesus. It's going to be a great blessing to you. Wow. Remember, the lay people in your ministry, huh, God has brought the scripture back into my mind. Let me say, he said, the word of God was preached. And great was the company. Great was the multitude of those who went to publish it abroad. May you raise up publishers and preachers and proclaimers from your church. Let thousands of thousands be saved. Let us pray. Father, I thank you for the anointing that trains and releases laborers into the field. Let this anointing that is upon the life and the ministry of Bishop Dyke come upon every watcher. Let us no more see our congregations as bankers and businessmen and doctors and lawyers and fishermen and taxi drivers but let us see everybody in the church as a laborer for God. Let us see everybody as a worker for God. Let us see everybody as a pastor for God. Let us see everybody as someone that God has called. Amen. To go and publish his word abroad. Yes. I thank you that we shall not fail you mm. in this regard. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. Remember, every member a minister. Every member a minister. Every member a minister. Every member a minister. In the name of Jesus. So we come to you again tomorrow. At the same time, God bless you. And let these words ring in your heart every member and minister so ask yourself go pray spend some time praying and ask the holy spirit show me what to do next so that every member becomes a minister and remember when you want church growth teach your church if you want an explosion in your church growth teach your members to become pastors raise leaders it will bring an explosion in your church in this season when the morning comes and the opportunity rises again it is those with a lot of leaders a lot of pastors who are going to explode in their growth may the peace of god that passes all understanding guard your heart and may the blessing of church growth be with you in jesus mighty name Amen amen and amen god bless you